Big Mike, Hayes Entertainment here. Today's episode, we got Shaq Evans, CFL All-Star and Saskatchewan Rough Rider. If you like what we're doing, hit the subscribe button. Uh, Shaq Evans here with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, and I'm coming up on I Only Touch Greatness podcast. <laughs> Good, man. Thank you very much for uh, taking your time for us today and coming on the podcast. We appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Sorry about my uh, buddy here wearing that ugly Lions hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just going to ask you a bunch of questions about football. Okay. So, uh, what was it like growing up in uh, Inglewood, Cali? What are the positives and negatives? Um, positives, uh, I would say. I mean, it's it's pretty – it's not as bad as people may think in terms of safety or whatever. I mean, I felt pretty safe, you know, but I was also a loser, I guess. I didn't really do anything, just focused on sports in school, didn't party or nothing like that. But um, but uh, there's not really no negatives to it, I don't think, really. Um, I love Inglewood. Um, that's where I'm from, and, you know, I enjoy going up there. One of the best rappers of all time came out of Inglewood in MAC-10. Oh, Matt, Matt, I don't know about all time, but he's known, though. He's known. Yeah. Yeah. What made you get into football in the first place? Uh, I have to say just um, my mom making me play sports. Like, you know, you know, getting you out the house, having you do stuff. So I um, started with flag football. I started playing when I was about five years old. So um, ever since then, you know, I just fell in love with it. I was the best player. From the time I, you know, stepped on the field, it was just natural for me. So just continue to pursue it. And now you're the best receiver in the CFL. Uh, yeah, I'm one, at least <laughs> one of the best. I'm one, I'm one of the best. <laughs> who, are, who are your biggest influences in your career? Uh, biggest influencers? Uh, I have to say my mom first and foremost because she, you know, made so many sacrifices for me, you know, growing up. You know, she's a single mother with, you know, two kids at the time. She has more kids. We have more brothers and sisters now. But at the time when I was young, it was just me and my brother. And uh, she was single, you know, no car or nothing, just making it happen for us. And so I'm forever in debt to her. And then other than that, like, I guess, like, my coaches in high school, you know, because honestly, up until, like, my junior year, I wasn't even thinking about scholarships or going to college or playing football in college. It was, like, so, so far gone for me. But they kept pushing me and, 
encouraging me because I was real shy and didn't want to go to camps and stuff like that. And they really pushed me to, to do that. So those are definitely the well, well worth the push. Yeah. Mm. Who's your who's your favorite sports hero? Sports hero? Uh I guess uh everybody says Michael Jordan, but uh I, I would have to say uh I like Russell Westbrook, honestly. I'm just – I was going to go out and say it. Like, that's – like, he – because I was, I was still in high school when he was at UCLA and just seeing his passion and the way he plays the game hard all the time and just how he grinds and things like that. And his personality, I feel like we're kind of the same person. Like, we're real quiet and stuff off the field or off the court. But once we get on the field, it's like we change to a whole different person. Like, we're just mean, mad, and just – you know, mad at everyone. So you can tell how Russ plays. He's just angry. So, yeah. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh, why do you wear number one? And uh, any nicknames? Uh, I wear one because, you know, when I was in high school uh, growing up, uh, I was, you know, I started playing varsity when I was in 10th grade. So there was, you know, seniors and stuff ahead of me. And uh, so, you know, my 10th grade year, I was, I was just happy to be on the field. I wasn't really trying to make crazy. I was just happy to be out there. So, there was this guy named uh, Smoke because he was so fast. His name was Smoke and he was so fast. And I love how smooth he was playing the game. I just looked up to him, basically. And uh, he was a senior when I was a junior. And uh, so just watching him all year, I was like, when he leaves, I want to wear that number. And and I asked him, you know, before he was gone, like, could I wear it? And he told me I could. And so ever since then, I've just been rocking, you know, one uh, whenever I can. Uh, growing up, did you have any uh, players you like looked up to or mirrored your game after? Uh, no, not really. Just you know, just just. I mean, I kind of compare myself kind of to Andre Johnson, just kind of a little bit because he was a bigger type receiver and uh, a guy that was good after the catch, you know, and, and just had strong hands. So I try to be like that. I try to always attack the ball and just make those you know those, those aggressive catches that um, require you to be aggressive. But sometimes receivers you know, weigh on the ball too much or don't go towards it, and it can make the difference between the interception and a touchdown. Uh, you obviously went to Notre Dame, and then you transferred to UCLA. What uh, made that decision? Uh, just uh, it wasn't work. Actually, let me connect my headphones real quick. Hold yeah, on. Work. Be right back. All right, cool. Uh, so what was the question again? Uh, I just said you attended Notre Dame, then you transferred to UCLA. What made you make that decision? Just to be close to home? Oh, okay. uh, no, it, it was – that was part of it, but that wasn't the main reason. The main reason was because I wasn't playing how I thought I should be. I felt like I was one of the better players on the roster. I felt like the only person that was better than me was, you know, uh, Michael Floyd. He, he did a few years in the NFL, but that was the only guy I felt that was better than me, and I, and I didn't feel like I should be – fourth or fifth receiver and you know I gave I, I gave him a chance in training camp to to move me up I felt like I was performing well and things just didn't happen so uh I went to coach Kelly and told him like I want to transfer and luckily I had suitors already that wanted to bring me in and you know it was Oregon UCLA just mostly Pac-12 schools and then I was like yeah it was between it came down to UCLA and Oregon and I was like I don't want to go back to another cold miserable place <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to stay home this time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, can't ask for a better organization to go to like UCLA. I mean, they have such history in football. 
so many good players come from there. And you you played with yeah. a bunch of good you played with a gun, bunch of good players also in Miles yeah, Jack, but, Paul Paul yeah. Perkins, Brent Anthony Huntley, Barr, Anthony Barr, yeah, Eric Kendricks, Cassius yeah. Marsh, Dayton Jones. Yeah, list goes on. You know, I played with yeah. some ballers for sure. What was it like catching passes from Hunley? Uh, it, it was it was cool, like just knowing that the the type of cachet he had coming out of high school. He was like four or five star quarterback. So I remember messaging him one time when I was when I had first transferred to UCLA, uh, uh, and I had to sit out. So I I was just looking at who we were bringing in. I saw his name and his stars, and it was like I just hit him up on some random stuff. Like, yeah, make sure you still come here. I know we suck this year, but don't don't uh don't uh opt out and go go somewhere else. So. Uh, but he ultimately ended up coming to UCLA. So it was definitely a blessing having a quarterback of that talent for the last two years of my career. Yeah, your last season there in UCLA, you put up career numbers and uh, nine touchdowns. That's huge. Uh, what happened? Yeah. What helped you have such a successful season? Uh, I think just the work, you know, just the work and the focus I, I put in, you know, coming into my senior year because I knew that was going to be a huge year. Like it was my last year of college and, you know, I wanted to be a professional. So I knew I had to you know, put more touchdowns on the board because uh, up until that point, I think the most I had in the season was three, which was not only because of me, it was because we had a six, eight tight end and Joe Fourier. <laughs> so, you know, usually when we, all my touchdowns were long touchdowns. So it was like, if it wasn't, in the, if we were in the red zone, it was going to Joe Fourier because I mean, six, eight, six, one, I mean, I'll take, I would take six, eight, two every time. So I understood. So, but I knew that coming into next year, I would get more opportunities and I took advantage of it. Uh, take me back to 2014 when you got drafted by the New York Jets. Where were you? Uh, uh, I was at the barbershop, actually. I was at the barbershop. Uh, it was early, so I was trying to get my hair cut before they started announcing the names. But uh, it was like right when the uh, fourth round started, they, my coach, Coach Moore, called me and told me that the Chiefs might be getting ready to take me. So it was luckily it was right when I was got done with my hair cut. So I just hopped in my car and just zoomed back to my house. And, and then right when I pulled up, uh, I, I could hear like, my mom and them saying stuff and I'm like, Oh, like what's going on? Then, then I get a call from, I think it was Rex Ryan or something from the Jets. And I'm like, Oh, you know, the first question, I ask, are you ready to be a jet? And I'm like, <laughs> you know, you just been a big smile on your face. Like, hell yeah. Like I'm ready to be a jet. Like, so it was a, it was a definitely a, a great feeling. It's a feeling that you, you only feel once because it's like, it's only going to happen once. So it's, yeah. it's def definitely a, a moment you try to take, take in because, you know, it's, it's accumulation of, you know, at that, when I was what twenty three, yeah. So it was took twenty three years to to get to that point. So it was definitely a, a surreal feeling. And then, hey, no, go ahead. And then you had that uh, you signed the contract, obviously, and then you had a shoulder injury, right? Is that what happened? Yeah, I had a shoulder injury. My like the I think the fourth or fifth day of training camp, and uh, ended up getting surgery and missing the rest of the season. And then you had a couple other stints with uh, the Patriots, Cowboys, Jaguars. Um, yeah. and, then you, and then obviously you switched over and came to dominate in the CFL. Yeah. Um, did yeah. you end up catching passes uh, from the GOAT, Tom Brady, when you were in New England? <sighs> I don't know. I, was, I, was, I don't think so. I think it was no. mostly Garoppolo, uh, you know, because I was there on practice squad, so I wasn't really working with the ones. So I was working with the twos and stuff. So I was with Jimmy G a lot. Uh, and I was only there for like, I think, eight days. So oh. never really got it. I got a chance to meet him and talk to him a little bit, but. I didn't really uh, get to catch any passes from them. Well, what is your favorite sports movie? Ooh, there's so many. Um, I probably would go with Love and Basketball. Uh, yeah, I love Love and Basketball. Cause, I mean, it's filmed it right there where I'm from. So, like, the part where she's there driving from the mall 
uh, after after her game uh, when she was he was taking her home. Uh, yeah, that I've been to that mall plenty of times. That used to be Magic Johnson's movie theater. I think I think actually I think it's still there. So yeah, so yeah, I go eleven basketball. Okay. How how close did you live to the form? The form? Oh, that's like right down. That's like five minutes. Yeah. Okay. Like right there. Yeah. yeah. Right on Manchester. Yep. What's the difference between the CFL and NFL for you? Uh, the difference is, I mean, uh, I would say not the talent because we have plenty of talent. Like, like I said, only so many. It's only so many spots in the NFL. There's only like fifteen hundred spots. I mean, there's thousands of players, so everybody's not going to make it. So we definitely have talent up there. But I say the biggest difference is the you know the field is bigger, uh, and it's wider and it's longer, and uh, and uh, the waggle. You know the the thing. You know when you run. Yep. Ten yards. Ten yards before you you get to run your route. So, um, I would say the biggest difference is you have to be in a little better shape as a receiver because you're constantly moving the motions, the the waggles, and the routes that you're running. So, that's the biggest. That was the biggest uh, difference for me. Not the talent or the speed of the game. I think the speed of the game's the same. Talent. Obviously, there's more talent in the NFL because those are elites of the elites. But we have talent as well. But like I said, the biggest difference is, I would say, um, the conditioning that you have to be in as a receiver. Yeah, this year you absolutely killed it. I mean, I loved watching yeah. you. Uh, obviously, career year, putting up 1,334 yards, five touchdowns, named CFL All-Star as well as CFL West All-Star. That's a huge accomplishment. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, I was, I knew I would be a, a division All-Star. I was really waiting on that that league all-star but when I got it I didn't even believe it because I, I really thought they were going to try to play me for some I don't know why because I was a new guy you know and it's only my second year and for him to be an all-star only a second year it was like I didn't know if they were going to try to you know do me dirty but once I saw it I was like wow I really accomplished something uh, that I set out to do because I, I knew that I knew that the previous year I had a good year but I knew I could have done more and that's why I worked so hard uh through a shoulder surgery and everything to be ready for, you know, 2019 and, and uh, have the year I had. Yeah. I love that uh, one video you, uh, when you went over to the bench and you threw on the, the chain, the boy, boycott average chain. That was pretty uh, yeah, good one. yeah. Yeah. Where, yeah. Where did yeah, you come yeah, up with that idea? Where did that come from? Oh, uh, that came from one of our other receivers. Uh, uh, Manny Arsenal, Manny Arsenal is the one. Yeah. He's, he's the, he's the sole uh, guy that came up with that idea. Like, cause our, well, he, he didn't come up with the saying. Boycott Average comes from our strength coach, uh, uh, Coach Clint. He he uh, he always – that's his main – his main saying is boycott average. So, just uh, – Manny had the idea to, to make the chain, and he brought it in one day at practice, and we was like, what is that? He was like, it's the chain we're going to wear, like, whenever somebody make a big play. And uh, so, yeah, all the credit goes to Manny on that one. He, 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 he came up with that chain. Yeah, Manny's a good friend of the show. We know him pretty. I know him pretty well after years of being a BC Lions season ticket holder. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's he's a legend over there. So yeah, yeah we know Manny. Quick. We tried to sneak in Manny onto this episode <laughs> with yeah, but he, and uh, Solomon too. He reached out to Solomon too, but he didn't get back to us in time. So uh LA boy. Hey, did yeah. you get to play with another friend of mine, Deron Carter? Deron, interesting guy. Yeah, he's, cool. he, he's an interesting dude. He's cool though. I love, I love Deron. He's, he's, he's just a little interesting. You gotta learn, learn how to deal with him. Yeah, I, I, you played with him, though, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I played with him for, uh, I think year. up to week, like week eight or week nine, yeah. and then they traded him to uh, Toronto, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's your uh, best career highlight and low light? Uh, best career highlight. Uh, uh. 
as a just in my whole life, whole life. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm, I have to say, I'll say, I'll say the one the touchdown against Winnipeg. Uh, yeah. And week, week. I forget what week it was. It was the, like the third time he played him. So um, that touchdown at the end of the game that that sealed it and uh, gave me you know the career high in yards. Uh, just this, this, just knowing that that sealed it and at the time it came and it was against Winnipeg. So. That definitely, definitely is up there. And in low light, uh, probably my game against Ottawa uh, my first year when we played them at home. I think I had like three drops. It was, it was terrible. It was terrible. I was, it happened. I that. It happened. Yeah. Yeah, it happened. It was one of them nights. It was one of them nights. I just, I don't know. I just couldn't catch the ball. Like, the thing is, the game started off so good for us. Like, we had a kick return for a touchdown. I caught like a 45-yard post. And things were good. Then all of a sudden, it just went bad, like, for the whole team. Like, we just couldn't score. I couldn't catch the ball. Fans were booing me, booing the team. I'm just like, I couldn't wait to get home after after that. I couldn't wait to get home. <laughs> luckily, 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 I had a girl waiting for me, so it, she made me feel better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's what's up. That's what's up, uh, Even though we're from BC, obviously, uh, I got to give it to you guys, the Rough Riders. I mean, you guys got the best fans in the league. Uh, yeah, every time sure. you guys come to BC, I make sure I'm at that game because it's usually at yeah. least 50-50 fan-wise. Yeah, and it's if, crazy. if not more, if not more size fans, if not. <laughs> yeah, and for me, I can't stand those games when the Rough Rider <laughs> fans invade BC. <laughs> and there's green everywhere. I still, fight with, I, I still fight with chicks that are from Saskatchewan because they're always posting the logo and they're talking about <laughs> it. No, it just drives me crazy being a Lions ticket holder. <laughs> how do you uh, how do you like the winters out there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, yeah. like, cause I I got a girl I got a girlfriend now. She uh, she um, she stays in Saskatchewan. So um, I was out there for a little bit during you know the months of January and February, and yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. I didn't know it could get that cold in life. Like I didn't know that. The yeah, winter, the winters, the winters, and the mosquitoes, man. Those mosquitoes down there are like hummingbirds. He like, just yeah. stole my joke. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, hey, what did you? Have, what, what do you? What would I find in your playlist? Like, what or what would you listen to before game? I'm random. I listen to anything, honestly. Uh, whatever sounds good. But normally, it's probably going to be uh, R and B. Honestly, like yeah. most people want to listen to rap or rock or something like that. No, I'm just trying to listen to something smooth, like real something smooth. Calm me down, get ready. Cause game day, I'm super calm. Like I don't do, I don't, I don't like my routine is real simple. I don't, I get there a couple hours for the game and just chill. Really, I feel I do all my work during the week. Like game day, I chill until the game start. Honestly, like I don't do, I do the pregame warm up with the team. But you know, some players go out there and do like their individual warm up and stuff. Like I don't do that. Like I'm not doing that. I, I take care of my business during the week. So on game day, I can be real cool, real calm. And that's just how I am. So, yeah, that's how the music I listen to. Like, especially when it's right before we go on the field, I'm listening to, like, an R&B song or something like that. Yeah. You got any pregame meals or rituals? Pregame meals. Uh, rituals? Nah, no, really, no real rituals. Uh, the biggest thing is just I like to just just be left alone, really. I just want to put my headphones in and just, just be in my zone and things like that. And. But in SAS, like I guess me and me and my, me and Kyron, like because we live together, uh, like our our we always get Subway on a home game. Like every every home game, we that's our pregame meal is Subway because you know those are like everywhere. 
yeah. in uh in Canada, like every other like 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 liquor stores, like they're just boom, 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 subway, subway, subway. <laughs> so that's the only time I really eat subway is when I'm in SAS. Like I eat subway all the time because it's like always like right there. So, but yeah, that's like I say that's our ritual. Me and Swear, we always get a get a sandwich from subway before we head to the stadium. What is the best part about competing on a team like Saskatchewan? Uh, the best part is uh, the fans for sure. You know, they 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 go everywhere with us, and then every every home game is is pretty turned up because they they damn near sell it out every time. You know, twenty nine, thirty thousand every time, and uh, and it's always good when you win. In you know, it's always good when you win. In like I've been blessed to have success so far in the CFL in terms of wins. I mean, we haven't won the ultimate prize yet, but there's eight other teams that haven't won the ultimate prize since I've been there. So it's, it's a tough thing to do, but to win, I think 20, yeah, 25 regular season games uh, out of, uh, I think, uh, 34. Yeah, so 25 out of 34. That's pretty solid. Yeah, I'll take that. So that's that's definitely been the best part is just winning and then having – a contribution to that winning it makes you it makes you feel really good what's it like catching passes from cody cody i, know, I, uh, I remember i remember seeing him say something like that's all i gotta do is it's easy for him he's just gotta throw the ball up and it's going in your head yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah it's it's definitely a blessing he throws a very catchable ball um and uh he's just he's always on target usually it's rare that he misses like it's rare that he's just gonna be just completely off if he if he's off it's probably because he got rushed or he got hit or something like that and Cody's just super poised and and super just down to earth. Like you can talk to him about anything. He'll never take anything offensive and and things like that. He's and he's always looking to get better. Because um, the the crazy thing is like the fact that we had the chemistry we did was amazing. Because we had zero reps together uh, before um, before uh, we played Ottawa the second game of the year. Like we had zero reps. Like I didn't practice in training camp because I had shoulder surgery. So. They uh, were being cautious with me and didn't make me practice. And then, you know, that first week of the season, like, Zach was our quarterback, so he was getting on the first team reps. And then we didn't start working together really until that week against Ottawa. And for us to – for him to go out there and throw for 400-something yards was was crazy, but it just shows you the type of guy he is and how, how well prepared he is because up until that point, we really hadn't seen each other in seven years. I think we played each other in college, and I didn't know who he was, honestly. But I didn't, I didn't know that was him until I – played that week like oh you were the quarterback from Nevada my senior year I didn't know that <laughs> okay okay do you have a favorite yeah. road uh favorite road stadium or road barn Ooh, favorite mm. and why is it I'll not BC <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know why it's not BC <laughs> there'll be nobody in there dude <laughs> so I'm gonna just I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with uh Man, I ain't gonna say favorite, but just the atmosphere. I like Winnipeg is is pretty crazy. Like the fans are crazy. Like they cussing us out in the tunnel every single time. Like and they get pretty loud. So I like I don't like playing there, but if I had to pick a place that's enjoyable to win in, I would I would definitely say say Winnipeg Stadium. But it's just it's so hard to to win there. It's really hard. <laughs> yep. What's your uh, favorite song of all time? Favorite song? Mm, I don't know. I never really thought about a favorite song. I like it's too many songs. You know, you got thousands. I got thousands of songs in my head. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I'll say, I'll say "Ransom" by Drake and 
and uh, Lil Wayne. Yeah, that's yeah, like okay. the first. That's like the first song I ever heard by Drake, and he killed it. Like he, he went insane. They both did. But that was like how I got introduced to Drake, and then but actually not introduced to him because I knew who he was. Cause I had watched the Grassy a little bit uh, growing up, a little bit, and I didn't know I had no idea it was Canadian show until yeah, I saw I him, like. Yeah, I was like, I was like, when I saw, I saw, I heard the song before I saw his picture. And then he showed me the picture after I heard the song, and I'm like, that's Aubrey Graham. Like he was on, he was on freaking, he was on freaking Degrassi, and now he's rapping like this. Wow, like I yeah. did not know that. Yeah, I didn't so. even know they had that show in the states. That's yeah, they showed it. They showed it down here. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. I got a couple quick response questions. Um, okay. LeBron, Jordan, or Kobe? Mm, Jordan. Have you watched the documentary? Yeah, but even before that, I don't, I don't. LeBron is third. Like I don't like. I don't like. Yeah, LeBron. you think LeBron? <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, who's the best rap group of all time? Group. Mm. Mm, I go. I go with NWA. Even though they didn't last that long, I'll go with them just because of the impact they had on the world and music and as a whole. Yeah, a lot of the rap people that we interviewed, like we've interviewed a, a lot of them, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Or, yeah. And a lot of people always get that question as being Bone Thugs and Harmony or NWA is being. Yeah. Right now, of course, what NWA did for the whole world back in the yeah. night. So mm-hmm. is, Tom, is Tom Brady the greatest ever? Uh, I guess if you want to say in terms of uh yeah, rings, I'm, but i'm a seahawks fan so feel free to yeah I, I, <laughs> I i'll say uh he um he's uh i'll say he's the best because because he wins just because he wins so um but if you had to say on this talent alone i i gotta go with like dan marino or patrick mahomes or some people like that that could just make every throw all the time like that I feel like Tom Brady just had I'm not trying to hate on him, but I just felt like he had more of like a system that just worked perfectly for him. Because um, the only time he ever threw the ball deep, in my opinion, really like stretched the field was, you know, those couple years he had with Moss. Other than that, I never really saw him like attack downfield. It was always like boom, 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 boom. It wasn't like always making these amazing throws. It was just like people was just you know honestly scared, probably just scared of Patriots. Like people just went into the game just scared. So. But I think a lot of it was. Me- I think a lot of it was mental, to be honest. Like we're going to play yeah. the Patriots. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you could be, if you could play any other pro sport, what would it be? Basketball. Yeah, basketball for sure. That was did like you play basketball first. after high school and stuff. And then did you have to make a choice eventually, or what? Yeah, I had to make. I had to make a choice my sophomore year. I was like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Like I'm not growing anymore. And uh, the way I play, I need to be at least two or three inches taller. So. I'm just gonna focus on football. That's my best chance of making it out of here. And now you're killing it, so you made the right decision. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> hey Shaq, I can't thank you enough, man, for taking your time for us today. We really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Thank I you so much. You guys. Shaq Evans here with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, and I'm coming up on I Only Touch Greatness podcast. Oh, you killed it, bro. Thank you, my there man. You I appreciate it. Yes, hey. sir. Hey, good luck this next season. Don't listen to this BC Lions guy. Hey, and we'll All see right. you at the game. I'll, I'll come I'll come holler at you at one of the games. All right. I appreciate it, man. Thanks Take for care, having me. Take care, bro. All right.